Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Simon. It is. His name is Dean. Also correct. Dean, what's going on? Um, I have, uh, believe it or not, an update to a section from a previous episode. Ooh. Oh, yes. For any regular listeners, uh, no, I have not found any uh, vaguely sexy things on the ground at any point thus far. Oh. Uh, no, um, a few weeks ago, we had a guest episode with uh, Dan Thomas, delightful chap, and I mentioned uh, the book, uh, Good to be God by Tibor Fisher, or Tibor Softmans, as you kept calling them. All right. And uh, listen back to that episode, I realized at one point he said to me, have I ever tweeted about it to try and find, you know, if anyone else has got it? Yeah. And I said, no, because I haven't. Then I remembered what I have done. I was on, my first ever time on uh, Roman Inns and Geoffrey Long's Book Shambles podcast. Right. Which obviously is a, a far more high profile because uh, they are prominent figures in the London media and a very, very uh, a big part of the book culture in the UK. Yeah. Would you say we are the number two book podcast? If we talk about books, yes. On the weeks we don't, then we're not. Right, that's fair. That's, that's I think, fair. I think yeah. we're number yeah. seven then. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's a just, bit like a sausage. You can't call it the dragon sausage because it doesn't have dragons in it. Yes, precisely, yes. I'm interrupting you too much, Steve. You no, carry no, on. That's fine. You're, you're feeling you're making this anecdote far better than it <laughs> would otherwise be. Um, but in that, that podcast, you bring along some books to talk about, and I brought along my own and other things, but I brought along Tibo Fisher, Good to Be God, and said it's pretty much the same thing. I got oh. this book out of the blue, and there are it's about. Joe Long, Robin Ince, um, far more prominent people than me. Actually, blank faces. Oh, okay. They never got a copy, never seen it, never heard of it. Ah. So it suggests that uh, it is actually targeting the Welsh media market, which yeah. is a strange strategy. Uh, which I don't object to, but I am perplexed by. Mm. Well, I can let you know that I, I still haven't received a copy, so. True, true. It's been, uh, you know, many weeks since. Yeah. But, um, Oh, this is obviously, my, I got my copy pre-Brexit, so... It might oh, that must be now. something to do with it. Then, yeah. Uh... Anyway, Dean, uh, <laughs> anyway. what are you going to show me this week? I'm going to show you something this week, Simon, which you might be familiar with. Uh, right. You've seen this before. Now, this is an advert yeah. which came on TV uh, when we were... I don't think we might have been sort of just about 13, something like that. Okay. Or maybe a bit older. Either way, from our childhood, that sort of thing. Right. right. Uh, Trying to remember all the adverts that I saw when I was 13. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't the question, but I'm just priming you for... Oh, you're uh, going to show it to me, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, thank God for that. <laughs> oh, God. I remember an advert we saw 13, Simon, and it was a pink thing in it, and there was an elephant, and somebody slapped someone, you know, that one. I remember that one, yeah. Why does that exist? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was to advertise that particular product, in. Yeah. And or service. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go, then five stars. No, no, this is the... Um, it's a McDonald's advert. 92, there we go. We were oh, okay. 10. 10. Yeah. Uh, or I was 9. No, March. No. We were 10. 10. There we go. Just okay. accept it, listener. We were 10, right? <laughs> yes. We can argue with you how old he was. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this is the advert. Um, McDonald's 1992 UK TV advert. Ah, aerial colour. Um, Always the <laughs> best way to start a McDonald's advert. Okay. But, uh, oh, see, it's a recording of... Turn it up. Children lining up with umbrellas. You've got a 
That's it. Yes, no. yes, yes. Does that ring any bells with you at all? Don't remember the advert, do remember the song. Well, right. not the whole song. No. The bit that goes, there's nothing quite like a McDonald's. Now, that is intriguing to me, because that's the part which I imagine they want you to remember. Mm. <laughs> now, for listeners who didn't hear that, because the, the YouTube copy I got is woeful quality. It's okay, I'll, I'll paste it in for them. Okay, yeah, fair, well, fair, anyway, but it's um, quite muddy. I imagine someone had this on VHS by accident. Yes, yes. uploaded it for... For whatever reason, people do that on YouTube. Yeah. So the lyrics of the song. Yes, please. Go. Um, you start at the front, you yep. end at the end, yep. and there's this little bit in between. Okay. It won't take long yep. to learn our song. Yep. There's nothing quite like a McDonald's. Yeah. And the children are singing it, but they're holding like umbrellas up, and if you pan back, they, they're actually placed on like a musical score. So yes. the umbrellas are the notes. Yes. Right. Very clever. But Very clever. I, this advert, when I saw it at the time, at age 10, this advert baffled me then <laughs> for, for several reasons. Now, I'll give it props because it's correct. It doesn't take long to learn the song. No. <laughs> you learn it in real time as it's happening. You do, yes. <laughs> because it's not going any, it's, this isn't challenging. No. This is very, very straightforward. Thank you for, for at least making it yeah. easy for us. It's, yeah. it's not a cognitive effort to absorb this song. But the lyrics of the song really always threw me. Like you start at the front and end at the end with well, a little bit, bit in between. between. Yeah, it won't take long to learn our song. There's nothing quite like McDonald's. Again, I sort of have to give them some props because we clearly have to say it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So it's working as an advert in that respect. Yeah. But the lyrics don't make any sense in that you start and then it won't take long to learn our song. Also McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a song. That's it. Yeah, that's not a song. We think, ooh, fancy a burger now. <laughs> The advert, the, the song seems to be quite, <laughs> quite a backhanded compliment to McDonald's. It seems like quite, you know, damning with faint praise. <laughs> it start at the front and the end at the end. Yeah. And there's a little bit in between. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's the full description of, if, if that is the description of the food. Yeah, yes. <laughs> also, won't we take have, long to finish this meal. <laughs> so we have a song. Yeah. Also, this, nothing quite like a McDonald's. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like a threat, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing quite like it. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's like, uh, like trying to be very diplomatic about, you know, yeah. He's, oh, he's a character mind. <laughs> he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. 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 He is. So there's that. But I'll, the part again, which really offends, looking back at it, which offends my, um, Mr. Rational Sinder's brain. <laughs> you start at the front and end at the end, little bit in between. I can't think of an item on the doll's menu which does not have ambiguous orientation. Right? <laughs> Everything, none of them have a start or a front. They're all circles or rods. <laughs> there is no obvious start and fr- start and end. Aye, but every meal starts, you start everything at the start, don't you? That's yeah, but they, they say the, the front. Start. They say the front. You start at the front. Oh, and okay, then. So they don't say you start at the start. Play it again. Okay, I'm sure they say they start at the front. They start at the start and end at the end. Let's find out, listeners. Sweeping on my dolls. I take it back. They start the front. front. Yeah. They start the front. Simon, it does not take long to learn this song. Mate. <laughs> it takes longer than, than <laughs> I was expecting. <laughs> it took you thirty years, about. Yeah, <laughs> Ronald, they have failed you. <laughs> yeah. So far, somewhere, no McDonald's products have a front. <laughs> no, they definitely don't. The box does. I'll give it that. So you I don't can... even think the box does. There's a top and a bottom. Oh God, yeah. So that's right. Oh, well, so yeah, I'll take that back. Yeah, I'll, I'll withdraw my, my, my defence of it as well. Yeah. So, but McDonald's aren't like, you know, not some sort of you know, aspiring young business like, making a mistake. This is 
<laughs> ruthless multinational corporation <laughs> which specifically targets children. Do you think this advert, do you know you get some films and um, they're designed for something and they use them for something else? Um, Die Hard 3. That was a... Oh, yeah. Well, in fact, yeah. all of the diehards are like that. The first one was meant to be Frank Sinatra for a while. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, so the, fact think- of it, the only film which was written as a diehard was the fifth one, which is widely regarded as the worst one. I haven't oh. actually seen it. Yeah, it was only one meant to be a diehard film from start to finish. So, uh, ah. yeah, they're all like scripts floating that, around yeah. Hollywood. And then it goes, oh, let's put John McClane in this. And then, yeah. Yeah. So maybe this advert, it was just a stock advert. And then that oh, last yeah. end... That could do it, yeah. Maybe, you could just... And uh, maybe you used to go... And a little bit in between. It won't take long t- to learn our song. Hmm. Insert your name, your product here. <laughs> oh, I really hope there's a sort of outtake where the kids just learn that line back. Yeah. <laughs> Insert your name of the product. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Ronald McDonald is, is there anyway. <laughs> He's just there freelancing. Uh, yeah. yeah. What... Um what, what what type of other products would have fitted in into that? Yeah, so I was thinking, you start at the front and end at the end, a little bit in between. I mean, that sounds like a sort of play centre assault course, but that's a very yeah. low-key one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, start yeah. at the front, end at the end. Um, a little bit in some between. Some sort of uh, Lego-y could get into that. Mm, yeah, Lego, Lego, yeah. 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 Um, Lego unleashes your imagination. No, too many syllables there. Oh, too um, many. Uh, uh, start at the front and end at the end. Yeah. What is a front and an end? Um, those weird puzzles you have to follow in a little maze. Yes, a little yes, bit in between. yes. But those things generally don't need adverts because they're, they no. they're fairly straight. You get them free on menus in restaurants, so yeah. you won't need to plug those things. Start at the front, end at the end, with a little bit in between. It won't take long to sing you our song, yeah. uh, Land Rover Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's actually a, a really... Bleak metaphor for life. <laughs> you start yeah. at the front, end at the end. Yeah. There's this bit in between. It won't take long to learn our song. Existence is fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it fits. <laughs> this advert, of course, was replaced with um, Bada Bada Ba. I'm loving it. Yes, that was a... Yeah, that's right. That's mm. good. Gotta give them props, they know what they do, and we are still saying that yeah. many, many years later. Yeah, yeah. Other things which um what was the uh you tap your ass thing? Asda. That's yeah. What, yeah. That's Asda price. Yeah. That's Asda price. Ting yeah. ting. Double mint refreshes your breath naturally. Ting yes. ting on that one as well. One of my other favourite adverts from this or era, maybe even earlier, was um the Treeball Soft Mint one. Oh yes. Oh Mr. Soft. But remember they've been yes. really unsettling to watch. Yes, it was a horrible little yeah, uh, yeah. B- black and white sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, monochrome, at least yes, it was. Yeah, yeah it's monochrome, just, I'd say, yeah. But part, everything was softened as well, apart, apart from the lampposts, <laughs> which he just collided with. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, But again, it shows how effective these things are. We, talk, we, we can still remember them quite clearly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Apart from you, yeah. uh, m- many years later. won't take long to sing you my song. Who? <laughs> it's, um, I th- check this fact for me, Dean. Okay. This, is, this section is called Dean Does the Fact Checks. Starts with a G and ends with an E, with an oogle bit in two. It won't take long to find out who's wrong when Dean Burnett does the fact checking. Did Justin Timberlake write, um, Bada Bada Bada, I'm loving it? 
Justin Timberlake. I'm loving it. He wrote a song called I'm Loving It. I'm sure it's the same one. Uh, no, did Justin write McDonald's jingle? Uh, it says it was a song written by Justin. Yeah. So I'm going to play the Justin Timberlake song. I'm loving it. To see what happens. Ah, okay. This is an advert, ironically. <laughs> I'll just skip this advert to get the next advert. Hello, capitalism. Wish I could go to space. Uh, that's uh, JT there. Strutting around town. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And that was yeah. Dean does the fact checking. I effing love it. <laughs> Glad to hear it. As you can see from my algorithms, uh, one of my other recommended is, uh, options is uh, Venga Boy's Uncle John from Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying I have weird taste in music, but uh, I've started including in my talks more. I, I try to convince me that I'm a Venga Boy's apologist. Oh, yeah. Because I try to insist that they are actually secret eco-warriors. Oh, right. Okay. The Venga bus is actually a metaphor for, um, uh, you know, oncoming global warming. The Venga right. bus is coming. Everybody's yeah. jumping. And, you know, it's, we can't escape it. Yeah. That's, yeah. My, that's my argument. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we go, uh, we're going to Ibiza. We go, you know, we are going to a hot place in pursuit of hedonism. Yes, yes. Climate change. And, uh, my, I think the, the nail in the coffin of my argument. Yeah. Or, no, wait, that means my argument's dead. Uh, yeah. The, yeah the, um, the, the silver bullet of my argument, the one thing that proves it is, um, boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Yes. Nuclear fusion, cold fusion. Oh. Everyone wants explosions in their room to power their lives forever. Clearly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I guess you, <laughs> see, you've thought I, thoroughly about I, this. I literally talked about this at the Royal Institution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I will stake money on that. That's the first time the Venger boys have been defended in the Faraday Lecture Theatre. <laughs> oh, God. Did you look around to see the faces of the organisers while you were doing that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got very nervous thumbs up of... <laughs> Like, wait, I'm sure you're going somewhere with this. <laughs> can't, can't guarantee that. <laughs> but I'm loving it. <laughs> I do like they, they give you a thumbs up. Like, well, they, well, they could put their thumbs down and get guillotined or something. <laughs> if they put their thumbs down, a lion just leaps out and tears my throat out. It's a very old theatre. <laughs> and what was your original point, Gaines? Why am I showing this McDonald's advert? The lyrics... Don't promote McDonald's. No, they, they don't. They, they actually, they really undersell it. You know, it's, mm. it's a little bit of food in between. Uh, the song doesn't actually add up to saying, buy some chips. <laughs> no, oh, no, sorry, no. Fries. And, um, again, let's say the McDonald's food itself is, doesn't have a front and an end. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it, it seemed like a very, very weird advert for McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, again, like I say, a ruthlessly capitalist corporation. In fact, I think the quintessential, Ruthlessly capitalist corporation just go, oh, I'm sure that'll work. <laughs> I think, I think that's right though. I think with something like you, that you don't really need to advertise because it's ubiquitous like McDonald's. Mm. You don't need to sell what a, a McDonald's burger looks like. It's everybody's ad one. They all know. Yeah, but if you can true. do some advertising that sticks in people's brains. So, so you think they maybe have actually done deeper thinking on this than I'd give them credit for. So this, yeah. I don't want to say it's a misstep, but it's, a, it's an odd thing for McDonald's to do. As in, it's not, it doesn't promote burgers. It undersells the food. Mm. I mean, it's almost like, like, you know, we've got a UK, like, executives. If any of you've got kids, just put them an advert. Yeah, that's mm. fine. But I like your theory of it's just an advert floating around. It's, oh, we'll have that. You know, we'll, 
cost like 30 quid just to use it. Mm. We'll, uh, we got a studio for a day, like a, a big warehouse floor. We'll just put some kids in it. And that's, um, it, it seems like a very cheap advert in that respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bet, I think you, I bet you're right though that millions and millions has gone into this campaign. Yeah. They've found the perfect song for the time that would, uh, embed its way into your mind and stay yeah. there. But probably has, because I think we remembered it, but, mm. Until now, this is the first time I've heard anyone talk about it since yes. it was out. So yes. in 30 years, I've never heard anyone mention this advert in any way, shape, or form. Like people mm. talk about adverts, we talk about adverts now, but this one never comes up. We talk about the classic adverts of the, lots of them don't, but you know, McDonald's usually has a bit of an edge with their massive clout and their massive. I can't, like the visuals of the advert, I do not remember at all. But the, mm. the last line of the mm. song and the way that it is sung, mm. um, I, yes, if you, Told me they saw that last week. I would have believed you. Yeah, not twenty odd years ago. Well, the visual song stuck with me because all the kids are quite sort of nervous seeming. Yeah, yeah. Like that fucking clown is there. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, he would be. It's a massive six foot clown, which kids don't actually like, believe it or not. No. Uh, but the last two two boys holding hands going, "Going like a McDonald's," <laughs> <laughs> as if they've been told to. All right, boys, you've got the last line. Scream it. <laughs> <laughs> like kids who think like pure force will overcome lack of talent. <laughs> they might be talented, but this is not. This isn't really pushing their range. Oh no, no, I think it's fair to say that those pair, they aren't talented. No, they're on the scrap heap. You say that, but they might be Premier League footballs at this point. I don't know. <laughs> no, not now. Thirty years on. Oh, good point. Yeah, they were. They were yeah, yeah, yeah. Google them, Dean. Yeah. Dean does do the fact checking. Who are these boys? Uh, Young boys, McDonald's. <laughs> Put that in. Uh, those are those young, young boys boys who sing last <laughs> on the McDonald's advert brackets ad- 1992 thank you brackets 1992 uh, now now or have been <laughs> or have been yeah yeah been Professional footballers. No, Premier League. Oh, football. Premier League. Oh, you won't accept uh, in, in anything from championship. Little... <laughs> right, okay. Okay. <laughs> footballers. Question mark. Question mark. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a long search, listeners, but it yeah. has returned two yeah. results. Jason Cunty. <laughs> Jason Cunty. <laughs> So it's two results. One uh, just says Jason Candy is a website that says that. Matthew, and the other one is the Dean's blog. What is this? Matthew Letissier, the cosmic right. Matt what is it, Matt Letissier? Yeah, yeah, Matt Letissier. No, you were playing the 90s, weren't you? Wasn't yes, he was, yeah. yeah. God, if we I know that now. Do <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll set up another Google alert. Set up a Google alert. Google alert for this result. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll do that in a minute. So, McDonald's weird advert. Uh, I'm going to give it, I was thinking about one, because I find it totally baffling. Yeah. But given what we're talking about, I'm going to edge up to a three, because it actually has done its job. I still remember it. Mm. You remember it. I remember it. Lots of people remember it, and it is actually an easily learned song. Yes. So for technical merit, I'll give it an extra two points, but I still find it inconsequential, weird, mm. and unnecessary. So, so you gave it a full five? No, three. Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. Those last two things were bad. <laughs> right, right, I see. <laughs> I'm going to give it uh, four. Um, would have given it five, but I didn't really like the visuals. Yeah. They could have done with more work. The simple nature of the song, that works in its benefit. But 
um, the vigils needed more work in my mind. Yeah, I think they are really, again, it seems like a very Friday afternoon job, McDonald's. I think we need, mm. we, we, we need a song quick. We need some visual, uh, kids and umbrellas. That's fine. Nah, I disagree with you about the song being quick. I think that a lot of work has gone into that. It's a simple yeah, song, but that actually, doesn't mean it's yeah, been slapped. That's a good point. It's one of those things which it takes a lot of effort to make it look so, so easy. To e- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Much like this podcast. You know what? What? I'm going to give it a four then. Yeah. Yep, there we go. Yeah. All it's right, gone. Fine. Yep. Fine. There we are. Fours all around. Despite my best, uh, my, my efforts, I, I can't begrudge it for doing what it's meant to do. Yep. So You can put that on your advertising material if you want, McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, four stars. Why does this thing exist podcast? Yes. Yeah. We, we, we will want compensation for that. Uh, yeah, I won't. Yeah, well, I'll take it. I'll do it for free. Um, it's McDonald's. They they have you know, <laughs> have some spare cash. <laughs> All right, then go on, and I'll have a burger. Fine, and twelve million pounds. <laughs> Welcome back. Moving on to section two. Welcome back, section two. Simon, why are you going to show me? I've got a delightful product for you this week, Dean. I'm good. I do love your products, Simon. You know yes. Big fan of your products. Um, this one is available on Amazon. Um, um, you've got a cat, haven't you, Dean? I do indeed. Pickle. He has Pickle his own online existence. It's very weird for me. What does he? Yes. I talked about him when I first got him, uh, all his various antics, which were ridiculous, even by cat standards. And... Um, since then, I saw, I see many people on Twitter, Facebook referring to, oh, they can't do something stupid or extreme. So that's so pickle that is. I keep asking, is that pickles in my cat? He's, yeah, that's your cat. He's, you talk about my cat without me involved. Because, <laughs> yeah, apparently, so he's got his own, he's got his own sort of separate existence on the internet, which is nice. Very nice. nice. I'm very happy for him. Well, <laughs> have a look at this. See if you'd, if you'd be interested in using this. Okay. It's a brush for your cat. Right. Uh, that you can use to brush the cat. Uh-huh. And you put it on your actual tongue, and then you can lick it like a cat's mother would. Yeah, that's horrifying. That's genuinely horrifying. I hate that in every, every sense of the word. Um, yeah. It's called, I'll read out the full title of it, Cat Brush Shedding Grooming Soft Massage Cat Tongue Brush Licking Your Cat Like a Mama Cat to Comfort. Surprise, Surprise Pet, pet gifts. gifts. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm deeply disturbed. Um Okay, so from the picture, it looks like that uh, product description is a lie. Uh, that doesn't go on your tongue at all. It goes in your mouth. You hold it with your teeth and brush your cat like that. Or am I, or am I mixed? Am I getting this wrong? Uh, it might just be shaped like a, a tongue, but it right. definitely goes in your mouth, doesn't it? Yeah, we, it, the mouth is absolutely involved. The human mouth is definitely part of this. That's, we've got a video here, Dean. Let's oh, have a look. Yeah, let's definitely look at this video. Oh, good God. Okay, so you can hold it in your hands, apparently. Yeah, you can hold it in your hand and use it as a brush. Which this video is entirely about. Yeah. Which seems to defeat the purpose. The last couple of seconds. Oh, goes, there it is. Oh. Wow. Wow, there we go. That's, um, that's something. The- you're brushing the cat the, the wrong way as well. Yeah, I would say he's brushing the wrong way. But also, the cat in the video does not look pleased with the situation. It doesn't. And also, the, the, the still image you get from the video when you pause it isn't in the video itself. No, it's a different it's a different woman, yeah. Brushing a different cat. Yeah. I have no particular objection to that. It's just a weird thing when that happens. It's very strange, isn't it? The, so, yeah, to, to yeah. for clarity, it doesn't go on your tongue, but you right. hold it in your mouth um, yeah. like you would... That yeah. thing that the dentist puts in your mouth. Yes. To like keep your mouth open. Like a mouth guard type yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, and then apparently that 
uh, mimics the action of mother cat tongue, yeah. assuming a mother cat had a massive plastic spiked six inch wide tongue, <laughs> which if my knowledge of cat anatomy, anatomy is accurate, they don't. <laughs> so who's this for? I mean, I'm, Absolute sickles. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing so because I'm going to guess it's not for the cat in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> the cats do not yeah. look happy about this situation in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> because you know, cats are notoriously uh, fussy creatures. They don't like being you know, all affection has to be on their terms, which and I respect them for that. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, that's right. And like the cats in this video, uh, they they're trying to get away, aren't they? Apart. I suppose it didn't help with the way he was brushing it the wrong way as well. That doesn't... No, if yeah. you're a cat owner who loves their cat to the point where they're going to mimic the mother cat's tongue, yeah. you should know that a cat gets brushed Yeah, but if, with the... the yeah, given my experience with uh, enthusiastic cat owners, the, yeah. the cat's actual, you know, personalities and wants and needs isn't usually a primary concern. They don't come into it, do they? No, it's more of, um, these are my babies and I will treat them as such. And right. they have no say in the matter. And yeah. Weirdly, I think that's why they go for cats rather than dogs, because cats are actually more pliable in that regard. Because you can't, like, you're my dog, you're a little baby, you sit there and be quiet. Dogs don't do that. With their boundless enthusiasm and absolute idiocy, they just run around and bump into things uh, and yeah. chew stuff. So. But you could drug a dog. You could, but, you know, if you're someone who has a sort of mindset of these, these, this 35 animals of my children. I don't, yeah. I don't want to give you hard narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> Just get some calpol for the dogs, Steve. For God's sake. I found it recently, because yeah. I've obviously got a dog and a cat. Yeah. And we have them, um, have to flee them once every month or so. Yes. And you have to rub this off the back of their neck, the stuff we use. But we get the same medication for both of them. It's like, yeah. obviously, they sell it on cat and dog versions. Comes in exactly the same tubes. Yeah. But if you give the dog one to the cat by accident, the cat will die within minutes. What? Because <laughs> the flea treatment goes inside their body and sort of makes the, you know, the internal toxic to fleas. The dog weighs 15 kilograms. The, the, the cat weighs like four kilograms. So the cat gets a much, much lower dose. Oh, wow. And the dog gets a huge dose. So you could mix them up. And the dog will have fleas and the cat will be dead. Fucking <laughs> hell. So like, whoa, that, that, my wife said, she was going away for a day. So yeah, flee the, flee the pets and make sure they mix up. It was all, oh, why? What's that? What will happen? Well, it's okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are consequences. Yeah. Yes, I will definitely, yeah. uh, I will definitely make sure I don't get the wrong ones. <laughs> they weren't, they're different colored lids. They weren't identical. They said cat, yeah, but yeah. very small because they're so small. So yeah, so you have wow, to be careful. That is, that is tricky. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, we, you know what, I'm, I find out the cats and dogs are different. They are, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Know it. I, I thought it might be a comedy between yeah. that somewhere. Yeah. I think cats are from Venus and dogs are from Mars. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And uh, if they have sex, it's really awful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My cat had fleas once and he had an allergic reaction to it. And we took it to the doctors. Yeah. Uh, the vets, they're called. That's the, the, just in case you don't know, the name of the animal doctor is a vet. And yeah. uh, and the, the, the doctor, also called a vet, he said... What's all this pink stuff? I've never seen anything like that before. Right. And my mother said, "Oh, that's germline." <laughs> okay. And Go. then the doctor vet said, "You're not supposed to put germline on on cats." And she said, "Well, I didn't know." <laughs> Clearly, she didn't. Otherwise, yeah. she wouldn't have done it. That's, yeah. that, that, in your mother's defence, it's a totally valid statement. <laughs> yeah, but back to the whole cat tongue brush thing. Yes. It's being pitched as if, like, you know, you're mimicking the cat's mother, so the cat will like this and like you more as a result. That's right. But 
even like looking at the videos of the adverts for this product, the cat's clean. There's no way a cat's being fooled by this. There's no, no. way the cat's thinking, oh, it's like my mother. It's, I'm, you know, I'm, I guess they've been picked up. Okay. But they're not picking up the scruff, but, but uh, under the elbows, which I would say cats don't like. Now, my cat's a weird one because outside the house, he's a psychopath. Like, he's yeah. very much the dominant cat in the neighborhood. Uh, all of the cats are terrified, and most of the dogs nearby, including next door's husky, which is like 17 times the size. Mm. Inside the house, he's really pliable. The point where my daughter will pick him up and cuddle him like a little baby and strangle him, (laughs) (laughs) move his arms around and like play with him, pose him like a puppet. And the type thing has got his face of, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) this is the price of an easy life, I guess. So, um, but. Yeah, but these cats in this video, they look even less happy than he does when that's happening. Yeah. And there's no, they're not be, there's no way they can be fooled by this. No. I'm no. getting plastic. You know, they know you're not a cat. Yeah. I'm sure but of that. It'd be cruel if they didn't know as well, because, like, hmm. if this thing actually does remind them of their mothers, then hmm. all it's going to remind them of is that they were abandoned. I guess. I mean, cats are more solitary than that. No, they are di- they have a different mindset to us humans. Ah, I don't know, because they've become hardened because they were abandoned by their that's mothers. That's true, yes. They're, they're all sort of psychopaths, literally, yes. Yeah. But also, you said about, you know, when you brush them, you're going against the grain, aren't you? You're actually yes. brushing, you're brushing, brushing with the fur. Yes. By the neck. You, you've got to go up with this tongue thing, because the only way to do it right is to hold the cat upside down by the back legs and hold it really that's high true, up. That's true, yeah, because you would tongue. Up that way. And tongue, that's, yeah. Exactly. And, and that's not... Yeah. <laughs> that that so, seems worse. Yeah. So the For cat's upside down with his arse in your face and you were moving your mouth and tongue towards his arse. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking horrific, this product yeah. is. This is for perverts, clearly. Yeah, it's for perverts. <laughs> Absolutely, it must be. Yeah. Because, of course, our tongues work in the opposite direction to a cat's fur, unless you are actually... <laughs> well, it, it's fucking more... It's more... 69 in with this cat. Oh, my God. It's more of a logistics thing, I think, as in... If you have to, yes. you know, quote, unquote, lick your cat with this thing in your mouth, yeah, you have to hold... It, 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 it relies on the cat's cooperation quite strongly. Yeah. 18. <laughs> yeah. It won't take long to learn this song. <laughs> Use this to lick your cat's anus. <laughs> well, you know, like, like, like the original one, <laughs> you won't forget that last yeah, bit, no. will you? <laughs> That's going to stand out quite a lot. Shall we do the classic look at the reviews? Yes, please, Dean. Good shout. Actually, this... It's got uh, 10 ratings. So I don't think 10, yeah. It's not a very popular I product, then, would be, uh, Although I suppose people could be buying it, but they're all too ashamed to leave a review. Well, I would be, personally. Uh, oh. Oh, actually, no, no actual re- reviews. No reviews, Oh, that's wow. quite telling, isn't it? Uh, but does it have some customer questions there? Yes. Question <laughs> one. Can my dog use it? <laughs> of course you can. The comb D sheds very well on my cat, and I think the same applies to dogs. I think the same applies to dogs. That wasn't the question. The question was, can my dog use it? Of course you can, I think. <laughs> so the person replying thinks a dog has written this. And like they're going, you'd have to be ashamed. <laughs> That's not like a dog can fucking type all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> but they've answered as if... The, Obviously, the question is meant to be, can, can this be used on my dog, <laughs> not just my cat? But the way it's worded is, is wild. And the other question is, is this a big brush? <laughs> it's not too big. I hold my hand just right. You want to hold the brush in your mouth, it works equally well. <laughs> 
if if only something in your mouth and your hand is the same, <laughs> one of those things is either very wrong or is wildly atypical. <laughs> you got like a fucking cuttlefish mouth. It's <laughs> just like. <laughs> Look, we've only got dogs right there. Let's have a cuttlefish <laughs> answering questions. <laughs> yeah. It sank into my pool. I used it to brush the nearest fucking <laughs> seal <can't>. of <laughs> There we go. Oh, oh well. God. So. <laughs> well, imagine you just. Your wife come in to find you brushing the kitchen floor with the dustpan and brush in your mouth. Yeah. And you'd be going, it works just as well. That's because you shit and brush it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this is why <laughs> this whole time I thought you using your hands and you using your mouth. You sick freak. <laughs> and you'd have every right to say these things because I would be exactly that. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Can my, can my dog use it? I'm no curious if they meant, can my dog use it generally as a brush? Or can my dog use it on the cats? Maybe the dog's got it in his mouth and he wrote both those questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, actually, that would make sense. If, like, if holding my hand or mouth equally well. If you're a dog, yeah, it would. <laughs> Just like patting it with your big paws. No opposable thumbs whatsoever. <laughs> How oh. much is it, Dean? Uh, the, the price of this cat tongue brush thing is fifteen ninety five. That's 6% off, by the way. It's a bit much. It is a bit much. And this is a sub £10 yeah. item for me, I think. Yeah. It's... The one thing I'll give it credit for, it's a surprise pet gift. I think any pets can be surprised. <laughs> yes, what yes. the fuck is happening to me, <laughs> to you, to the situation, <laughs> to our relationship, to our connection? <laughs> I have achieved sentience to ask these questions. <laughs> I've become sublime. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know what's happened to me, but I, I'm suddenly far brighter than I was because <laughs> this situation has freaked me out considerably. <laughs> It's accelerated my evolution by 16 million years. 1595, how could I, a simple dog, afford that? <laughs> well, you know what they say? There's nothing quite like the McDonald's. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we going to give it then, Dean? I am, um, despite the laughs it's given us, I'm going to have to give it a one because I don't see any rationale for this beyond sheer pervertedness. No. no. So, yeah, it. it the tongue thing doesn't make any sense for the cat or your perspective. The, the brush itself, you can buy a brush. It's fine. Just you can buy a regular brush. Just, just hold it in your hand. Yeah. Evolution gifted a supposable thumbs. Just use them. Use them, please. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And um, I feel really bad for the dog who can't use it. <laughs> he's learned to type. and All he's getting is his <laughs> feeble answer. <laughs> he does. He deserves better than he that. He does. He does. You're a talking dog. You shouldn't be on Amazon. <laughs> First place you go. Go to fucking NASA or something. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it one. Um, any product which the optimal way of using it uh, directs you towards a cat's anus <laughs> is Absolutely flawed. Valid. Absolutely valid point. Can't argue any of that. So, yeah. There you go, then. Ah, yeah. So... Section three, the final section of the episode. But, but, but the best. Say that yes. last time, say the best to last. That's right. Random Wikipedia article, Dean. You have the controls. I do. Three, two, one. Here we go. Oh, uh, okay. 
Uh, UK and Ireland, Poker Tour Season 2 results. Okay. So, uh, below are the results of the second season. This is the article, what it says. Yeah. Uh, the United Kingdom Island Poker Tour, UK. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, currency amounts are in euro or pound sterling, as stated. Oh, I just hope yeah, so yeah. too. Um, venue, <laughs> Radisson Blue Hotel, <laughs> buy in. 1,100 euros. Okay. Four-day event, December 3rd to 5th, 2010. Ah, pre-Brexit, so that was um, yes. more of a thing. Uh, number of buy-ins, 266. Total price pool, 266,000 euros. Number of payouts, 32. Okay. I guess the buy-in was 1,100, because that's yeah. the equivalent of £1,000, isn't it? Mm. First place was a Canadian, Nick Aburisk. Now well, He's not from the UK, or well, That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those... That's where it takes place, I suppose. Like you can have, like, I suppose. Yeah, like like Djokovic is a yes. Serbian, and he's won lots of the American and French and yeah. British tournaments. So that's fair, fair enough. enough. Fan. Uh, can you tell me his name again, Dean, please? Uh, Djokovic. No, no, no. no. The bloody <laughs> poker. Right. Uh, Nick Abu Risk. Okay. Risk. Risk. Name yes. Probably, yes. I, I can see what you yeah, did yeah. there. Um, second, Trish Malin. Third, Maurice Syke, both Irish. Uh, fourth, the tennis. Navicus, uh, with looks, a flag I don't recognise. Looks a bit like Columbia. Let me have a look. I'm coming in closer. Not very good with flags. No, no I think that is, um, oh Christ. It's Eastern Europe. It is, uh, don't, don't tell me I'm going to guess. It is Liechtenstein. Oh, Lithuania. I knew he was an L. Yeah. All right. Fine. And uh, then we have Irish, Irish, British, German, and Irish again. So, dominated by the Irish, this yeah. uh, Irish and UK poker tournament, which makes sense. Absolute domination in there. What was the prize, the top prize? It was, uh, well, the top prize was 67,100 euros. Ooh, it was a nice win. So, they got that, there's all the payouts, and the ninth prize was 5,700 euros. Not bad for a Not bit of poker play. Yeah, Very nice yeah, indeed. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's, the, what's the rest of the article say? Uh, there's other, there's other legs of the tournament, I guess. Uh, oh, okay. UK, Nottingham. Uh, interesting. So, this one, Gareth Walker and Brett An- Angeli. No, but, but Gareth Walker and Brett Angle were the winners. Um, first prize, this one was £109,000, uh, followed by £68,700. So, more money in this, in the, in the English side yeah. of it, I guess. Okay. Uh, oh, there you go. Buy-in was £500, uh, but number of buy-ins is 1058 So, Fucking there's more hell. money going around. Yeah. Yeah. More people in England, I guess. Yeah, makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Total prize pool five hundred twenty-nine thousand pounds. Number of payouts hundred twenty-eight. So yeah, proportion that makes perfect sense. Oh, there's a Manchester leg two. Uh, total prize pool three hundred seven pounds. Thousand. Oh, thousand. <laughs> thousand five hundred pounds. Sorry. Uh, number of payouts eighty-one. So is that bigger or smaller? That's smaller. Uh, isn't smaller. It? Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, cork. Another one. Uh, total price pool two hundred ninety one thousand euros. Newcastle two hundred seventy seven thousand. So no, the a bit smaller, yeah. yeah. Brighton two hundred ninety two thousand. Went back up a bit. Uh, Low London. Oh, total price pool three million three hundred fifty one thousand three hundred fifty. Jesus Christ! Uh, Buy in was five grand in the London. Fucking hell! North South divide is quite stark. Here, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! But the winner was a German, followed by an American, followed by a German, followed by a Spaniard, followed by, I think, a Swedish person, followed by an American, one English person, and then a Czech. Czech. So, yeah. So, 
biggest prizes of all, no <laughs> one British person involved. What a, what a weird thing. <laughs> um, interesting to have an article about this, isn't it? Yeah, it's the second leg as well. It's like it's it's a whole article dedicated to the season, season two, two results of a poker tournament that didn't know existed until now. No. How do you feel about poker being treated as a sport on sports networks and stuff? I don't think it's a sport in any way, shape, or form, really. No, I mean, cons- it's a game, isn't it? Yeah. It's- Which I think is a totally valid thing. I don't yeah. think it is, it, 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 it's not a sport. Well, yeah, but it is a game. That's yeah. totally valid. But yeah. I, I'm sort of impressed and confused at how they made it into a spectator sport. Yeah. Uh, spectator I have watched thing. it on telly. Um, it's quite, it's one of those things that um, they used to be on really late at night. And right. now they've, they've kind of replaced it now with um, live roulette. Which is, is a thing now. Yes, oh, it's been Jesus. that for a while now, yeah. On on all the like the channels that don't shut down on Freeview right. after about, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's just like a presenter and a roulette wheel and it goes all night and you can mm. phone in to play or you can play online, I guess, now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's probably that rather than phoning in and just shouting. Like, <laughs> put sorry. it on 36, put it on 36. But... um. Yeah, but we used to do poker with our friends, like uh, yeah. on a Wednesday and stuff, and that was it was fun. But the idea of doing it in front of an audience would have really changed the dynamics. Yeah, somewhat. I don't think on the televised ones they don't seem. I don't think they have an audience. They just got cameras because mm. I think that would put the players off because there's all the like the bluffing and all that. Yes, yeah, the whole the like, psychology, the whole it. poker face, yeah. the sort of maintaining a stern demeanor, bluffing. Yeah, that's yeah. But it's not bad to watch because on the TV you can get. They show you what everybody's hands are. Yeah. So you know who's bluffing. And totally. But I, I heard, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I heard that in the early days when it first became a TV thing, yeah. they didn't have that. You just saw people playing cards. <laughs> right. And um, that was the entertainment. Which, <laughs> yeah, that's not so good, that. No, but it must have had some sort of impact to, to warrant. Yeah, I guess because whenever you put something new on the telly, people will watch it. Because it's such a dearth of yeah, novelty it, it and, just so, and like, anything new, really. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think uh, a lot of people have just totally got utterly bored of the, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. the, the biggest thing in the world for, for 15 years, or whatever, it was 10 years at least, wasn't yeah. it? And now it was like, oh, another one? Oh, great. Yeah. And <laughs> anyway. on that note, the UK and Ireland Poker Tour Season 2 results. Article. I'm going to give it a full five, to be honest, because yeah. it actually does... Give you all the relevant details, really intriguing information. No actual pictures, but lots of flags. Yeah, lots so of flags. Yeah, nice to look at icons. Down there, yeah, and it sort of quite tells you. It's a weird sort of like um, sociological thing to it. Like you get the fresh Oh, London tournament was by far the biggest money, but before the most international. So that's what oh, that's what London that's yeah. what works, and the Irish ones are Irish dominated. So you know, even in twenty ten, you get a you get a flavour of how culture worked at the time. So yeah. you know. You get more than you actually. You get more than the article intends, which I think is good. I think I think that's right, Dean. I think you've done well in describing it perfectly there. Hmm. Um, just one more thing: Do any of the contestants have Blue Link? I don't know. Let's have a look. Yes, let's click on one. J.P. Kelly, who came fifth in the UKIP <laughs> Manchester uh, tournament. He's the first one with a link. He must have gone on to do quite well then. Or he's murdered someone, one of the two. <laughs> you could be both. Yeah, both. could be both, yeah. <laughs> um, John Paul Kelly, known as J.B. Kelly, is a professional poker player from Ellsbury, England. A two-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner, having won the 20- 2009 uh, World Series of Poker. 
$1,500 pot limit, holding an event in Las Vegas. The same year, another bracelet in the 2009 World Series of Poker. Europe in the £1,000 no limit, holding an event in London. Member of Team Poker Stars, pro, uh, I don't care. I don't care neither. Total light tournament wins exceed £2.8 million. Does it say it's height and weight, Dean? Not that I can see. He's not actually an athlete. He looks fairly normal size in this picture. Do you think he's any better than Ed Burnett's Beth? At poker, I'll say yes. Okay, then. Uh, and literally anything else, I'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's like scrambling eggs. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm going to give it uh, three. Don't like it, do you? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed it because I... Uh... Oh, we have one more blue link. Do you see it? Ah, yeah, I do, yeah. Stephen O'Dwyer, an Irish-American philosopher. Philosopher. No. Uh, Stephen an Irish American professional poker player known for his accomplishments on the European Poker Tour, World Poker Tour, and High Roller Poker Tournaments. I realise I'm not interested in poker players no, in any way, shape, no, or form. No, no. no. Couldn't give a shit. No. This guy's head's upside down. <laughs> That's all I know about him. He's got a long, a long face and a beard, so yes. Yeah. Well, there you are then. Ta da, then. Ta da.